talked too, but there was no way of knowing what they said with Reva there. I should have made a run for it. It was the perfect opportunity. Casper would have called it a blessing, like he called every good thing, although he never breathed a word when bad stuff happened. Lupe had left the counter. The path to the door was obstruction-free. Instead, I felt myself wither. I felt myself crouching down, hand curling around the packet, as though I might just take the opportunity to dissolve into the shop floor. I didn't even notice them behind me. Hey, Lisa said. She stepped back quickly, bumping into the new girl who stood behind her. The girl's hair was braided in a halo around her head. Something about the way she carried herself made me shrink even further. I know you, she said. I was sure I'd never met her in my life. Lisa took in the antiviral cream clutched in my sweaty hand, and I felt my neck, my face, my eyelashes go red. She frowned. I thought you guys didn't believe in modern medicine, she said as though I were a sociological experiment. Hey, Lisa, Amity, who are you talking to? Riva appeared at the other end of the aisle. It's a trap, with her little army falling in behind her. Oh my God, you are shitting me. My mind went blank. It's called sheer panic. I needed to get out of there but I couldn't run past Reaver with the antiviral cream. She'd think I had herpes or some other gross disease. Plus, I hadn't exactly planned on paying for it. I chucked the cream into the shelf, knocking condoms and tampons and deep heat across the floor. Then I sprinted, actually sprinted toward the door. I shoved past Reaver as she swore and put her arms out to catch me. I raced across the parking lot, past Reva's mother waiting in her Range Rover. I heard them all laughing. I heard Reva and her exclamation points sending them all into fits of giggles. Mortimer tried to grab me as I ran past. Did you get it? I kept running. I heard his footsteps pound behind me. Cassily, did you get it? Did someone catch you? Is someone following us? His footsteps slowed, but I kept running. I ran even faster. Cassily, he called. But in the end, he just let me run. I ran and I ran until I was good and alone. The one nice thing about our house was that it was easy to sneak in and out of because it was so big. I reached the yard and checked that the coast was clear. Then I hesitated, stalking the edge of the woods surrounding the house. It couldn't be six yet, and I didn't want to go back to my room, where I would no doubt be questioned as to my whereabouts by Delvive, my triplet sister. I wondered if Casper was back yet. I thought maybe I would just wait for him. So I sat down in the dirt and wrapped my arms around my knees, Sometimes in the woods, if I closed my eyes, if I really concentrated, 
I could make it so everything fell away. I would shiver first, usually, like I was dropping a heavy backpack. And then I would feel light everywhere, piercing through the pink skin of my eyelids. And when I opened my eyes again, the light would still be there, for a while at least. I used to think the light was God. I tried to do it then, but I couldn't catch any light, just a milky darkness that made me feel cold and afraid. I heard footsteps. Their pattern was sloppy, uneven, panicked. Mortimer was racing toward me. In his hand was a familiar white packet. His hoodie was torn, so it flopped loosely at his side. He skidded to a stop in front of me, dropping to his knees. You just got me in so much fucking trouble.